players of everything, masters of none, random casual show. Super uh, show. Yes, super show. The one show. show. Yeah. That's, yeah. What episode is this? I don't even know. You kept this, on... is, this is like a one-off. This is like... I know, but like it was funny though because we did like a one-off show like Monday for CES, and like you you labeled it a whole number show. So I'm off my numbers now. No, that was wrong. That was wrong. I oh, okay. I didn't get to update the stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am Dead Wolf. Uh, with me as always is uh, Dakota. Uh, below me, I ha- I can point now. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is the easiest yeah. direction easiest to direction. go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brian is back from his uh, sickness uh, that almost took his life. He he crawled his way out of the grave and came back. Man, it was awesome. Yeah, he's like a I true, do every time. He's a true hero. So I wouldn't go back. He's just here for this show. He's yeah. a, he is a GD American hero, and you all respect him. Uh, Brian, please tell us though, because this is the reason we're here. Uh, yes. Tell us who you have, my friend. Well. I'm going to tell y'all how I got introduced to ColorCore, okay? Craziest story. Uh, we was at Combo Breaker 2018. Uh, on the big screen, on a big screen to the, what was it, the right side of the venue. Everybody was crowding around watching Tekken. Some good ass Tekken was going on, right? So I, I stopped. I see, I swear, I think it was Poke Chop jumping around acting crazy. I'm like, what is he getting geeked about? So I turn around and I see perfect on the screen, right? I'm like, oh shit, somebody just got perfect. So I'm sitting there watching and it happened again. And the crowd is just like, like go silent. They're like, oh my God, she's embarrassing this person. Well, she watches this person and she just gets up, shakes his hand and walks off. That's how I got introduced to Color Wars. <laughs> I said, this is one of the coldest killers <laughs> to grace video games. Everybody, please give a round of applause to the coldest killer in the Tekken universe, <laughs> Color Wars. <Yeah. laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Yo, that was an awesome I, introduction ever. <laughs> I stick with that because uh, I don't know Dead Wolf. Uh, mm-hmm. casual if y'all watched e-leaks at yeah, all. I do. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the episode or it wasn't really an episode. It was like one whole long thing where she wiped out like damn near a whole team. And she was just cool about it. I was like, yo, she's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I seen uh, I seen you fight the, what was it? The Red Bull Invitational? Uh, trying to remember it was i think it was like two years ago 2018 something like that where they invited you like you were like one of two women that were invited to that thing i don't even know if it was ran by red bull maybe i'm just making this up i'm sorry i don't even uh, know no i there was no uh i got gotcha. you <laughs> i'm sorry I can yeah. step up again no I, I, i'm not trying to make it up no I, I've, seen, I've actually seen her fight like a couple times because you you've been worldwide yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've been <laughs> in a lot of uh, competitions and things like that. So I, I think it's very awesome that you're here. Uh, mm-hmm. But one more thing, because I'm going to let Brian actually run the show today. Uh, okay. Thankfully, you don't have to hear me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. If you guys are tuning in right now, please uh, ch- check us out mixer.com forward slash noobs and pros. Leave us a comment because we will actually put your comments live on the air. Um, if you have any questions for Cuddlecore or any of us. Uh, but Brian, take it away, my friend. Okay. First of all, 
I have to ask you this. How does it feel to travel the world playing video games? Like that's something I, I, I'm pretty sure Dead Wolf and Casual PhD would love to do. Like, how does it feel to be like invited around the world to play video games? Um, thinking about it, like, um, it's surprising, it's shocking. I still can't believe I'm doing it because this was not the plan a year ago, a year yeah. and a half ago. This was not even something I thought about. I, I, not everybody gets this opportunity, so I'm, yeah. I'm overly grateful, and I, and I try and you know, I don't, I try not to take it for granted. Um, I thought I had, I never would have thought I, I would have gotten to Europe or Asia, uh, or any other state <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, to compete and um, getting invited to those things is an honor because, um, you know, I've always been taught my whole life that hard work is you, you get rewarded for hard work. You, you put in the work, then, you know, you will reap the benefits. Um, it's still, there are a couple things where sometimes it's just like, um, you know, I'm a woman and, and women and gaming, there's, there's some, there's some hot topics about us being in the space. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes I feel like, those are problems I I have dealt with, but um, overall, like I I always want to be seen as just a player, like a strong yeah. player, yeah. and, and I, you know a, like a top like American player for for a reason, um, a specialist of my character. So it's like getting to travel the world and representing myself, not just like as a woman, but like as a strong ass player. That there's that there, that gives me a lot of honor because I'm showing that people like me to exist. And um, yeah, yeah, because there's not there's not many women that look like me that are pro and. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's kind of like more like I want to show people that I, I exist, and I want more women that look like me to feel more comfortable going out there. So that's also why like being worldwide is so important for, for me. Yeah. Like um, I had seen an interview, and the the interviewer said that you were the strongest female Tekken player. And at the time, I was like, "That's dope." But then I kind of felt like, well, it's not like it's the WNBA and the NBA. She's a dope Tekken player. She's one of the best Tekken players. So I, you know, I didn't know how you felt about that. I couldn't read it in your face when I was watching the interview, but like, I just, does that still kind of bother you when people say that? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Um, to be honest, it's like a huge pet peeve of mine. Okay. Um, I always like to say, like, I put in, like, I beat men, I beat yeah. top yeah. players. I don't. Like I beat strong opponents. Like they aren't yeah. women. They, most of them aren't women. Like yeah. Ninety-eight point like percent of the community, especially the Tekken one, is men. Right? Yeah. That is my competition. That's yeah. it. Like so, you know, when a woman beats a man or she places top eight or top five, like it's not. Oh, she's the best female player. No, she she's amongst them. She's amongst great yeah. players at that point. So you know, I always make it a point to say that, and I make it very clear. Um. Somebody, somebody's like, they, people think they're complimenting. They think they're actually complimenting uh, you when they say that. So, and some people don't, they truly don't understand. So I like to educate. So, so you know, I get, I get this all the time in my, my, my chat. Um, oh, you're, oh, Chloe, you're such an inspiration. You're, you know, the best, uh, female, uh, best female Elisa tech player. I was like, I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a great Elisa player that's yeah. it like yeah. I represent my yeah. character well and you know it's not about me being a woman because that that doesn't mean a thing like I'm I'm beating people that are high level like it has nothing to yeah. do with me being a woman yeah. at that like it like no there's 
there's, there's like there's no other like there's really not any other female Elisa players barely who are like highly competitive so like even then that doesn't yeah make sense yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah. and the character's already underused as is so it's like no don't that yeah that right there i didn't understand too i was like alisa out of all characters can you explain that choice to me like out of all the tekken characters i see alisa getting passed over so much and then you come out of the woodwork and you're mopping people with it Mm -hmm. like what made you gravitate towards that character Mm, i remember uh she came out her debut was in tekken 6 and at the time it was like 15. um i I was a Xiaoyu player, but yeah. I was I played a lot of other characters, but um, I saw that people weren't really using her like that, but there's something about her. I was like, the challenge of her moveless at the time, she had like 69 moves, 69 or like 70 moves. Um, mm. And it was a really, that's a small, small amount. She yeah. was super minimal. Yeah. And I think a part of me was really drawn to the challenge of her and like the way she was animated. Uh, this very graceful, like limber, like, character but she was a robot and she seemed so sweet for first appearance but the fact that she could cut you in half really <laughs> reeled me in i was like yeah i was like okay yeah. okay so at first i could not use her i was having such a hard time really trying to make her work for me but then i thought about like maybe i'm too focused on how you know i supposedly i'm supposed to play her yeah but maybe i can just make her work on my own yeah, and, and that's when I start to realize Tekken isn't about how you, how you emulate somebody else. You take things and you learn, but you use them and you kind of create your own style. You like your own song, like you know, because everybody has the same song, but everybody's singing it differently because nobody's the same. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I know we have some talking points we want to get into. Yeah, and actually, uh, I, I, I want to apologize. I'm sorry. It was the Tekken World Tour. Is where. I, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, problem, no problem at all. I have um, watched you. I'm sorry. I'm not just like just. No, like, no, oh, no, I'll no. just research you. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, I appreciate that. No, yeah. The world tour is a you know yeah. months and months of right. <laughs> gruesome fights. Right. <laughs> to, to all the people watching out there, you can't ask questions. If you ask a creative question, something funny, I'm pretty sure it's gonna pop up on the screen. Um, I don't know who's gonna be watching that. I got it. I'll watch it. Yeah. So, you have a brand in yourself. Cuddlecore is a brand, right? How do you go about uh, not just promoting, but keeping that brand? Oh, I'm trying to think of the way of wording this. How would you, okay, how would you teach or tell somebody? Oh, my God. I'm getting so tongue tied right now. Okay. <laughs> take, 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 it, take a minute. <laughs> Your brand, okay? People don't know how to sit there and work their brand. How do you work your brand? Let's say it that way. Mm-hmm. How I work my brand is yeah. well, I will say it's really important to have um, help. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, for example, my, my manager, Emily, uh, Emily Tran, I love you, by the way. Um, she, she's had a lot of experience in esports uh she used to be on echo fox she used to do a lot of work for just like um just in gaming in general um so she's really good at managing because social media just money there's so many different things um because she worked with multi with on a team with tons of you know high level players so so yeah. something that she taught me about that was like um 
uh, certain times, like having certain um, uh, types of social media. So like Twitter, Facebook, um, <laughs> um, of having, like having a very clean, um, just like bio where that where people could find you, even just like a content creation, super important as well. Always creating content that that's really huge. But definitely with uh, how I push my brand, I definitely had to get more acquainted with my social media because I think um, I stopped using Facebook and I was just Twitter, just Twitter. Yeah. But then I started. I'm like, okay, I need to. Revisit Instagram because this is another way people can keep up with me. And then I had to, I had to use my Facebook again, and I have a like an athlete page. Um, yeah, yeah. And I even made my own website so that people can see all the things that I've done and I I do. Uh, it shows my credibility. I think it's really important because you're not just a player. Like I said earlier, you're your business, and you want to show that your business is trustworthy. Yeah. And that it's, it's like, it's universal, like it's, it's versatile. So yeah, that's really important. So especially I learned also that you have to know how to speak well with your, uh, in regards to your yeah. brand. Cause like, yeah. you know, being eloquent is so important. <laughs> yeah. Like just in the way that like, it makes you more relatable to people, especially depending on if you're speaking on things that you're passionate about. I think that's important with your branding as well. And I've learned that certain things that I'm really passionate about are just like uh, women in gaming, gaming being an advocate for just them being treated equally. Yeah. <laughs> the same opportunities. Uh, but also you know, like we are treated the same. There's no special treatment. We, you know, we work just as hard as anybody else. Uh, also black women in gaming, that one's really huge for me. And you know, like I was saying earlier, no matter how uncomfortable it makes people, like it, it's about you want to bring uh, attention to certain things that people might not be aware of, and it's something that I, I learned to speak very. Um, you know, I, I speak I speak well on these topics. I try not to like I, I feel like I'm educated in them, so yeah. you know I discuss, you know I debate, and that that's it. But with my brand, I definitely make it clear that I am very passionate about those things, and just like training and having like dedication and you know but i like i said it's really important that with your brand you know how to speak and defend it yeah all right here's a comment for you yeah there you go shout out to cc being one of the best tekken players uh let's see how do you feel about the future of tekken hmm. let me ask you this though <laughs> okay so you see how like Tekken is up to its fourth season pass, right? How do you feel about games doing that now? Like making the game live a lot longer. Do you like that or are you wanting them to like bring on the next game? Or, I, go ahead. Oh, I think that the way they're doing it right now, it'll definitely keep it alive longer. Uh, yeah. Once they have those guest characters come in, I think it changed everything. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one-on-one. -on -one, made it easier too like, yeah that and every single that that dlc was huge in keeping this game uh popular and the balance mm, yeah I, we don't need an eight right now we don't need an eight because that's yes so yeah. much other stuff we're gonna have to learn all over again and no just yeah let's get a few more seasons you know yeah. that out. maybe one more year i think yeah. two years max maybe a year and a half i, I can see three yeah. Honestly, I can see three. Okay, okay pushing. <laughs> yeah. no, no more guest characters. No more guest characters. Just maybe like amping those stages and making that like tournament yeah. like yeah 
like the potential for those stages, like if they can make them a certain way, like more wall bricks, more floor bricks, take some notes for DOA on that because they have the most environment interaction I've ever seen. Yeah. In yeah. Uh, combat, like, for, but um, I think yeah. Tekken 7 is going to be around for a very long time. I think it's becoming just even more successful every single day. The team that they have, I think they're, they're really like putting their brains together to, to really make that company stay alive. Uh, Cause yeah. I remember when we had Tekken Tag too, yeah. and oh, that's where, that's, that's how I started competing. That was my game. Yeah. And, but it was not getting the, the same amount of love as other games. It was what could people consider like dry, like a dry scene, but it wasn't, <laughs> you had dedicated people, but a ton of people, I think we're overwhelmed, especially newcomers, because you're learning two characters and you're learning the techniques and like you have <laughs> you have to deal with all the matchups. There's like 60 characters. And a lot of people, if you're new, how are you gonna approach that while learning how to backdash and punish and then punish yeah. tag crashes? That was a lot for people. So of course, if you're talking about is it easy for for uh for newcomers <laughs> to learn, if it's not your game is gonna have a hard time. It's going to struggle. And we didn't even have sponsors like that like we do now. We didn't have a world tour, but Seven really changed uh, the lifespan of, uh, of Tekken. It really did, and it, it revamped it. And, and we're back, especially with new, uh, new competitors, uh, new scenes coming up and popping up. And, and, and it's just, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good rivalries, a lot of good competition, and the tour has a lot more money in it and a lot more sponsors and not just cup noodles. So that's good. There you go. That's very cool. You wanna, we had one more question come in. Yeah. It says, uh, so when you're in a heavy training session, how do you correct your mistakes while working on your strengths at the same time? <laughs> Give you a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, how do I correct my mistakes yeah. while working on your strengths? Well, if I'm correcting my mistakes, that means I'm working on them. So gotcha. right, uh, let's go. I guess that's a start right there. Start, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you correct them by recognizing that, you know, okay, I'll use an example. So, okay, I'm playing, playing against my opponent. And I find that when I am getting hit by a low, I'm not blocking the low. And I take a lot of damage from it. And I'm not doing anything to get away from it because I'm too concerned about the low hitting. So I'm getting easily conditioned. So maybe something I'll practice in, um, practice mode is, okay, I'm not doing good with my defense in regards to lows. Then maybe I'll learn for maybe that particular matchup. Okay, so this, I'll set I'll set the dummy to do the low. And then when they do the low, I will start to find ways to see if I can, can I go around it? Can I go over it? Can I backdash it? How much can I backdash it by? If I can't, then do I need to sit there and block? What do they follow up with after they do that low? Can I step the follow up after the low? Like how plus is the low? How minus is the low? Yeah. So like that's just that's, you know, that's kind of how it. Okay. That's okay. pretty. pretty amazing that I mean, just like yeah. your mind thinks that way. I mean, because I mean, we've talked to professional fighters, uh, just kind of in our career here at Noobs and Pros, but it's always it always amazes me just like that mindset of yeah. like like okay, that move is this, you know, how can I counter that? You know, what move is coming next? And it's always just that next, 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 next yeah. process. Yeah, it, it astounds me. It really does. Because like, the thing about the, the game is, you know, for, for multiple competitive, like, games, it's just, or, or uh, categories, it's, it's like, it's never just about what happens in that one moment, and you don't just sit and just deal with that 
it's always it's constantly changing especially if your opponent is at the same level as you it, the, that um the interaction between you and your opponent are is going to change it's going to change you have to keep on adapting keep on adapting keep on adapting and 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 that <laughs> that's something that yeah. you know when you have the momentum it feels really good but what do you do when you lose it how, how are you constantly changing still to to you know get the advantage above your opponent and that that is that's definitely what being competitive is yeah so that gives a whole new meaning to the fighter's mindset mm -hmm. like when me and mike sit down and we play fighting games against each other 99 seconds beat the hell out of each other that's it yeah when y'all jump in there it's almost down to like a science mm -hmm. like what y'all are doing y'all frames like and and i i want to ask this it sounds like it's almost impossible but like do you know like almost every move to every character in the game like do you have to know something like that to be an actual competitor yeah uh okay i'll say it like this uh I when I started competing, I didn't uh, know I didn't know frames. I didn't know frames like that, and yeah. I just put on animations. So I was very familiar with like my muscle memory of, yeah. like, to those strings because I had practiced like how to deal with them, whether I'm ducking them or I can step them. Yeah. So over time, just from years of competitive play, you react to those things because you've seen them all the time, all the time, back to yeah. back, back to back. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you you remember those things. Right. So you remember all those days and nights of training, uh, certain matchups and stuff. So that's just something that happens with time. So you see all those things and you know most of the matchups because you're you you just grind it out. So I think at, at one of the highest levels, yeah, you um yeah, you can know all the moves. You might not know the names, but you know what, yeah, what they can do. Yeah, actually do, have you know, yeah. multiple situations. Yeah. Like so strings throws, how to get out of those throws, how to deal with those strings. Wow. You know, that's like the, because you've done it so much. And most of the time you're, you, you know, you grow from it. You, you're really yeah. good because of it. Most of the time, if you're a really good competitive player, yes. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's crazy yeah. to me. Um, not the frames. Yeah. I'll say this. Mm. You, don't have, you, can be amazing. you don't have to know every frame. Because it, I think about it like this. If you knew every frame, it would really stop you from playing the way you wanted. Yeah, yeah. You, you have the challenge. I, I'm the kind of person who like, oh, that's plus. Uh, it's always a joke I make. Oh, that's plus 10. I'm still going to do a move there because it's like, why not? Yeah, why not? But yeah. My characters, and that's only because I, I see it with the animations. And I've tested these situations when I'm actually playing. There are certain things I challenge and I'm allowed to. Like if I do a power crush, my power crush is like negative five or negative six. So somebody does like something that's plus whatever. If I do it before them, I absorb a few hits, but I still hit them. It's just like it's okay to challenge, especially if you're just trying to see what works and what doesn't. Um, but yeah, I, just something you learn about. I'm even learning about frames uh, to this day. I still learn things that I didn't know. Hmm. To, I'm me, something. <laughs> to me, it's just like you just put me another step into like y'all's mindsets. That's all. Mm -hmm. Like. Like I said, me and Mike, 99 seconds. Let's go. Yeah. 99 seconds. You guys get the luxury of 99 <laughs> seconds. We yeah. have 60. <laughs> no, no, no we, we're, we, are, we are older. We need a handicap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Takes, takes, yeah. We, we, we inch towards each other sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then we got to take a break inching towards each other. Yeah. Right. We're old. Um, all right. 
let's see. Let's talk about the FGC transitioning into esports. Okay. What is your whole thought process on them being taken a little bit? I see them not being taken as serious or a lot of people looking at other esports events and then looking at the FGC events and they're kind of almost crapping on them. Like, how do you feel about their transition? How do I feel about the FGC's transition to esports? Let me, let me give you an example. A lot of people watch the uh, the Fortnite. Uh, yeah. Was it was it a World Cup or something like that? I believe yeah. so, something like that, like a huge turn off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they I seen a lot of people, including people in the FGC, shitting on the FGC tournaments. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I know you have to take steps into changing your scene, but how do you feel about that? Should they be comparing them? What? Like, what is the whole, what do you think the whole transition should look like? Mm, I, the, the whole transition, there's no clean way of doing it because yeah. well, it's the FGC, we, we come from grassroots. We have come from yeah. so many, like, things that, would, like, you know, we start from the bottom up. We didn't have the luxury of certain sponsors and, and things like that yeah. just coming out. So, you know, I don't think it helps when you constantly, well, if you're negatively you know, that negative criticism is not going to help us grow as a scene. If anything, it should be, I think, oh, you know, constructive. Constructive criticism is really important if we're going to grow more. You do not shit on the scene that has yeah. has sculpted some of the best players in the world yeah. and yeah. brought attention to our scene. Like, how dare you? Like, that's not, that's not how we do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think uh, term organizers and, and influencers of the scene, I think, it's important that they take note of the constructive criticism of what we can do to enhance our events and become more like the esports. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think instead of people complaining, then why don't you do something? How about you get in yeah. there and do some work then? Because I don't see you doing anything then. You big yeah. joke, you. True. But yeah. uh, and I definitely have seen people uh, do that, and you definitely should never. Yeah, I don't. Well, they say don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah. So it's like you know you, especially people who are like you're showing up to these events, right? But then you're and you're paying money to go to them. Yeah. And then you talk about how much, how much of a great time you had. Then don't come back and then start comparing it negatively to something like Fortnite that didn't have to struggle and yeah. wasn't in that position compared to how fighting game the how the fighting game community was in, like like the position we we were in for a while, lack of money. Um, lack of exposure. Yeah. True. Uh, things like that. Like it's two. Yeah. It's like you're comparing two different things. It's apples and one's, one's oranges. That's <laughs> two different things. Yeah. But we get the example and use that to motivate us to to grow our scene because I, I see it happening and it's exciting. And it'll take a little bit more time, but we're on our way. Yeah. Actually, I think I think the fighting game community has something like super special. Like I can watch the Fortnite World Tour and I'm not excited. Yeah. You know, but then when you watch, it doesn't matter if it's Smash Brothers, Mortal Kombat, it could be any fighting game out there. Something can get you hyped with them games, the fighting games, because it's really like a, any person's game at that time. Um, but yeah, like I've seen people comparing like the two tournaments like the, t the tournaments together and they were like saying, oh, they got a hundred thousand for showing up and we don't get anything. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a good way of 
going about. It's not a good look. And you have yeah. to know, like, yeah. you know the scene we're in. You know yeah. what, what comes with it. And, yeah. and, okay, yeah, we don't. So then what are you going to do about that? We know the kind of scene it is. Like, you stay in yeah. that, it's not going to change anything. Yeah. They're working on it. Like, literally, we went from, oh, for example, for Tekken, like, we went from, um, like last year, uh, the winner of the World Tour final getting like what seven thousand, nine thousand to getting more than that. I don't know what he got this year, but it was way more because Astro Gaming gave way more yeah. money True. to the tour, and like that's huge. So you have to yeah. look at the improvements, like even yeah. if it's individual scenes within the FGC, like you have to see that it is getting better. Yeah, like people yeah. Are complaining and not paying attention or doing research. Yeah, True. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, let me. I, I haven't said anything. Oh, he's going to talk. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Um, so, would you say the lack of money? Um, I guess we were talking about branding a lot earlier and branding yourself properly. And would you Ooh. say that a lot of the money's not coming in because people just haven't built the right brand? Uh, people are kind of adverse. Like a lot of bigger companies are adverse to sponsoring simply because the brands that are being built in the fighting community aren't exactly advertiser friendly at times, or people just don't see that you have to act a certain way to make more money on the tour because I see some of that and like a lot of people when I was helping out the esports in DC, a lot of you know younger people, they weren't acting well. And I'm like, no one's going to like take a chance on you yeah. if you act the way that you're acting right now. And my biggest thing was trying to coach them into jumping in and maybe going into esports and kind of convincing them. And I'm like, you act the way you're acting now, you're never gonna jump into it. Yeah. And I can kind of see that in the fighting game community sometimes and just some immaturity and just lack of kind of awareness of how important it is to building yourself and your image online and through social media and all of that. I mean, you say that's one of the biggest issues, just lack of ability to understand branding. That's kind of hurting the money coming into the fighting game community. I, it's a good question. I think it's everything that you, you stated from just lack of money to people being uh, ignorant to what you need to do to get these brands. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, yeah, because you can't just, uh, even though it's really important that with your brand, you are you on apologetic, yeah. there are certain things you have to be cautious about. Especially in the days of social media, it's super yeah. easy to yeah. just all of a sudden, you're doing really well and then just burn completely because you say one wrong thing or something, or something wrong in general. So yeah, exactly. We have that, we have the access to speak what's on our mind yep. at the moment and we don't think anymore and it burns it burns us quickly yeah. and i think a lot of people just they don't realize that no mm -hmm. they don't at all um this is a good, good point too i'm sorry <laughs> oh, you're good. Uh, my little brother actually screams playing fortnite i'm amazing they actually they get anything <laughs> so, yeah. oh my god <laughs> wow uh, um yeah. uh, there was one other comment oh before we move on Tomorrow night, we will be having a fight night. I, mm -hmm. I should announce this. DOA 6, if you have DOA 6 on Xbox or PlayStation 4, come in 7 o'clock tomorrow. You can jump in. Random games. Uh, you do not have to be a professional because I'm not a professional. And we can just throw hands all night. Happy birthday to that guy, Rye. It will be his birthday beatdown. So if y'all want to come through and try to beat him up, you can. So, yep. Uh, yep, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Uh, what? Uh, hold on. I'm going to back, back to our talking points. Streaming. You are wearing a caffeine hat. So, what does that mean? Are you oh. a straight content creator on caffeine? And if so, what does your Twitch channel 
what is your Twitch channel for then? Oh, okay. So okay. caffeine, it's one of those like places where it was it was new. Like the it's, it was the broadcasting platform that was kind of new. Um, yeah, it was a competitor with Twitch. But the thing was, they at the time what they had on their site was like just like Fortnite, and PUBG, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. But, That's um, everywhere. That's everywhere. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. That's not my cup of tea, but whatevs. Yeah. But, so, um, they, like, like they, they wanted certain people, like, their staff wanted people on there that could mix that up. And so, a few of them were like, oh, oh fighting games. And so, I was brought on as a content creator because they had done some research on a lot of the work I do and have done. And, um, you know, just who I am. And yeah. I could you know, bring a nice audience for Tekken on there. But along with Tekken, I um, stream everything else. <laughs> yeah. And certain things that just people don't stream on there in general. I'm a really, like, I'm big into like playing older games. And yeah. like, yeah, I, I love those. And so I play that a lot. And people are like, oh, I didn't see this on here. Oh, this is so cool. Uh, so, you know, caffeine, uh, they're very they're low-key they're it's there's not i always say there's not as much traffic on here as compared to twitch so it's always a nice like place for me to just really enjoy playing the game people yeah. get that experience with me one-on-one -on -one, compared yeah. to like if i'm on twitch everybody is asking me questions yeah. and so i can't run to everybody and yeah. i'm here you know i'm training right so i literally have a command that's that's called focus core, which means I can't answer you, which says I can't answer you right now. Your girl will get back to you <laughs> because <laughs> you know everybody has something to ask because you know Twitch is it's so much traffic, it's so much traffic. Yeah. And you know it's positive for me because exposure, right? But it's a lot. So caffeine in itself, it's like um they're really trying to get everybody of, of who's in like a different genre of gaming to like really expand what caffeine is about. And um, I like them. Their layouts are very simple. Like, there's no like, you know, with Twitch, you have like, you can make your own lay like layout, like uh, graphics. And it's not all that. Um, it's very simple. And you know what? Sometimes I like simple. Simple is fine because yeah. I already do the complex thing <laughs> on a. So it's nice because I feel like I have a responsibility of like demonstrating what fighting games look like because nobody really. Yeah. yeah. True. Nobody really brings them on there. So yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoy caffeine a lot. And uh they 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 let me do that and stream on Twitch, which is cool. Um are you yeah. partnered on Twitch? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how does that how does that work? I heard I'm I'm not a big fan of Twitch. Okay. So I'm not gonna say I'm not a big fan of Twitch. I'm not in tune with Twitch, but I heard like if you're partnered, you can't stream anywhere else is that well i think with you like i think twitch um i don't know if maybe there's a certain amount of hours you have to stream by there for that to like be a problem i don't know yeah but with that being it's kind of just like you know i stream on there i keep them very separate so i guess maybe they just don't um, they really don't care yeah. Twitch um they they they'll they'll make a fuss about certain things that I personally don't think should be fussed over, but um but then they'll just pass other things like it's fine. I've seen yeah. so Twitch is I don't know. I don't know why it's like that or Twitch is a little confusing. It's wonky. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I just you know, I do my thing. I I don't stream both things usually at the same time, or if I stream one thing and I'm saying, Hey, I'm streaming this. 
on here, I don't say that I'm streaming it. Um, well, if I, if I stream somewhere else, I don't say it. I just do it because yeah. I already have a following. So True. it's for that being only that I do that. But um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had looked at caffeine and I thought it was pretty cool. Like your your stream, you were streaming Devil May Cry Five, and it was real chill. Yeah, I yeah. love. Oh God, that was so fun. It was just low key. Yeah. I, I I barely get crap. <laughs> There's yeah. like usually crap on there. Yeah, and then like you were streaming on on Twitch, and it was like your master class that she was having, mm-hmm. and it was just flooded. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was flooded. So I see what you're saying now. I understand it now. Uh, but it's like, oh, I need that my yeah my intimate streams as I call them my intimate streams. Like yeah. it's like yeah, like I need a second. Yeah. Um, you know, and people like I said, they get that one v one experience yeah. with me. Yeah, instead of it just being like, okay, well, I might miss your comment. Well, my bad. Yeah. Do you do you ever get bad uh, feel bad for missing a comment? No, because if, <laughs> if, if people really want to ask me, oh, they'll make themselves very known. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting to hear one person say yeah. I haven't met one person to say yeah to that question yet. Um, okay, so I'm very right. upset about it every time. Right. <laughs> I cry when we miss a comment. Brian, I sent you like nine comments once when you were streaming and you never answered me. Yeah. Yeah. Was that on Facebook? Because if so, I wasn't receiving comments on Facebook. Yeah. I send you messages all the time and they're not not responding in kind words ever. It's because I don't like you. That's true. I don't like me either. So you're fine. That is very true. (laughs) (laughs) No, this. Okay. So we were just talking about your class. Mm. That also leads to the subject. I know you really. If you're talking about the life after esports, so have you thought about what you would do when you hang up that control? Well, you wouldn't hang up the controller because you'd still be a casual gamer, but you would hang up the fight stick and stop playing competitively. Would you go into teaching? Would you be like a commentator? What would you do? Oh, that's so easy. I can tell you right now. So definitely I can see myself instructing and teaching. I I remember when my mother, she asked me, what do you think about teaching? And I said, hell no. Like, why would I want to do that? Like, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. And it was about, but it was in regards to my my degree, my college degree, which is an illustration. And I'm like, no, I would not want to teach this. I already do enough. As it is, it's it's tiring. Uh, But now it's like teaching and gaming and being like that kind of like, you know, being that direction for up and coming gamers in the future. I, I I could see myself doing that because I'm doing it on my own time. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing how it, how I'm just naturally instructing people. Cause I, I went out of my way and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make competitive mindset one-on-one. And I'm gonna see how this is gonna go. Cause I'm just making new content cause it's off season, right? And I want it, I just, I just brainstorm things in my, let me see if I have it, my, my little journal. Yeah. Yeah. So I just brainstorm stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah. And, and I found, that not everybody's teaching style the same. And I like that I can lecture. Yeah. Instead of feeling like, okay, look at the PowerPoint, write down that shirt yeah. here. <laughs> like it's not what I want to do. Like I don't want to do that. But the fact that I could talk so genuinely and yeah. open, I could definitely see myself being a teacher and instructor, like getting paid a nice amount of money uh, live after esports in that sense. Um, yeah. College, because at that point, I think esports will be super huge in every respect. Uh, but then, I also want to be a commentator because I love 
commentator. Yeah. I might sure. have a chance to at the end of the month, but I'm not gonna say too much. But it's it's gonna be from from right here. But I'll be able to watch like okay. a, like a like a it's an international tournament. But I'll be able to do like a little bit with that. I think, and right. I kind of take just uh, I analyze matches on my stream, and so I um. So I'll commentate them and like my stream will like watch with me and we'll talk about them. And they're like, you could easily do this by yourself. I said, yes, but I would like somebody else with me. Yeah. But I really, I do like, I do like commentating. I, I know I can do it. I have all the knowledge yes. and the experience as, as an actual player to do that. Just like, you know, the commentators you see, um, you know, uh, already. Okay. Yeah. I, have, I have a super geek question for you. Uh, when you play Tekken, what do you use? Oh, like to play? Yeah. yeah I, controller, I, I, fight stick. Yeah, sure. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. You, uh, I have to ask this too. How do you <laughs> hold it when you play? Oh, like, um, that is so weird. Yeah, it's classic. Like, old school. <laughs> I, I, was yeah. I tried playing like that and I. I, the controller fell out my hand and everything else. Your hands, they're bigger than mine. So yeah, fingers, uh, your thumb reaches more. I don't have that luxury. Yeah. My thumb reaches one button. Okay. I'll say when I'm holding controller in a fighting game, it usually ends out of my hand in like three seconds. So like yeah. that's yeah. a little different. Just gone. How do I fix that? Right. That's yeah. my question. <laughs> Does it slip or are you chucking the controller across? Yeah, the it might be, it might mostly, be the second option. Mostly, yeah. mostly chucking in my, my situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way we fixed that is we made him bring his own controllers. Mm-hmm. Like you can't play with our controllers. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 I used to bring Microsoft's controllers, all right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I solved those issues. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the questions, I had a question about locals. I know you you tell people, get to your locals. Get to your locals. If you do not have a local scene, how should we be using online a little bit more or should we go and travel to locals? Yeah. Um, so both because uh, oh, okay. I stated this in my, uh, in my class too, I, cause sometimes you're not going to be in a situation where you have a local. And if that's the case, yeah. then you're going to have to either a plan to travel at some point, you know, be resourceful and uh, you know, invest in that or B you can use online. Just make sure you have up your wired and that you have some pretty decent internet. You yeah. can like, can't do it but like yeah. i said you're resourceful don't complain just like you know make plans ask you know some of the stronger players in your area like hey yeah i want to like get a session that's what i used to do yeah. when i couldn't True. always go to everything yeah um, even if it was like 45 or uh, like an hour from me and i couldn't go to it like i would just play online um because i get that people have situations and sometimes yeah. it's not convenient for you but if you have access to online and you have access to strong players and the internet's good i, re- I re- recommend pc you can do it i i remember like um even though i wasn't like going to tons of like um local sometimes uh when i was like, like 2015 2016 uh, but yeah my friend he used to work for comcast so i he had so you know he had really good internet so he would i would come over to his house i bring my playstation and my records and stuff and when they had like online tournaments and stuff for Tekken Tag 2, I would like compete in them and I would bring on my stuff. Um, and he would let me because he understood because he was in the fighting game scene at the time. Like, yeah. you know, it's the investment and the sacrifice you make if you really care about your hobby and if you want to turn to something more. It was a hobby at the time, but it's the fact yeah. that I 
even from earlier on when I was competing, I like I understood how important it was that in some way I was getting that practice somehow. Yeah. All right. We have do you map buttons, CC? Mm, no, but okay. In Tekken Tag 2, I mapped one button, and that was the auto block button. So for example, when Elisa comes in, uh-huh. puts her hair behind her ear, like yeah, like that. And so yeah. that stops you from getting attacked. It's an auto block. Um, it blocks highs and mids, but it didn't block you from getting hit low or unblockables. But it was a really great way to tag yourself in safely because you're unsafe when you're tagging yourself in raw. Mm, um, yeah. And I recently I've tried, I've considered and have been practicing map, uh, my, my, uh, my R1 button is mapped, my one plus two for throw breaking because when I press one plus two manually like this, uh, sometimes. Sometimes it recognizes it as one, one two, yeah. and not together. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a human, I have error. So um, I've been working on that. It's weird. It's really weird because I'm not used to doing that. I'm used to going yeah. one plus two. So right now I'm I'm working on that button bind of one plus two only. Uh, other than that, no, I am old school with that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, other comments. Hi, Cuddle Core. You gonna catch these digital hands in DOA tomorrow? Uh, uh, probably not, cause I don't play it, but I watch it. <laughs> I like DOA though. Yeah. Uh, Nat needs a. Oh man, that's for you. Yeah. Go to the next one. You're not important right now. Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, how do you how do you feel about the hitbox and Tekken yeah. Seven? Yeah. Uh, I know some people call it like a cheat box. And I think that's mm. really funny. Um, I, I see how people could, could think that. <coughs> I think I think it's useful for beginners, and I think it's just useful for people in general who want good movement in the game. You still have to learn the game. I don't think it's a cheat box. I think that you still have to learn the mechanics of the game. You still have to learn like the fundamentals, and it has nothing to do with the box or whatever you use. It has nothing to do with that. Um, I think it'll help, though when you're trying to learn back dashing or wave dashing. Um, and it just makes those inputs easier because Tekken does have a lot of weird movements and inputs. Yeah, and it, it helps you. And yeah. if that's what you, what you start off uh, with, then uh, big ups to you because some of us were learning on controller and that can that can be a lot if, if you're not used to it. Like when people learn how to back dash on controller, it is gruesome for them, uh, for some of them, because it's like you're literally like doing this like with your hand and looking at the input and you have to, but you, everybody's timing is so different with it. Yeah. So if you're going down, diagonal, back, <laughs> and you're doing it repetitively, but you have to see the timing and you have to feel it and, and like recognize that your character's doing it. And that takes, that could take a couple of weeks up to like months understanding how that works compared to a hitbox. You let it's just buttons. And yeah. those buttons are up, down, left, and right. And that's literally just you timing yourself with the buttons compared to three different inputs. Like that's, it makes your life easier. At, while you're learning that complex game, you don't need you don't you don't need the complexity of Tekken and of the and learning the movement of your um on your controller. You don't need those two competing with each other. Yeah. 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 Little Cyrus, I like how you called me out right there. I almost <laughs> read it out loud. Almost, almost read it out loud. <laughs> almost got me. They also they also want to know that uh well there's well Black Vegeta he's he's huge right into uh Dragon Ball right now fighter yeah uh he wants to know would you ever actually switch to a hitbox? No, I wouldn't. Uh, people have asked me about if I'd ever switch <clears throat> to, um, fight stick. I would never switch to that either. Uh, it's just I spent my whole life 
uh, unpad and I'm like, why fix what is it broken? True. Yeah. So I, I love my pad. I I love it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The only error is me. And so I correct my mistakes. It has nothing to do with my pad. I control what it does, not the other way around. So. I like that. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, will you be going to Evo Japan? You know, everybody's asked me that. No, I'm so tired. I can't do the travel. I just came back from Asia like three months together, like in the span twice. I went there twice. Okay. But I, I was just thinking, like, yo, we're taking up some of her practicing time. I just thought about that. No, this is off season, hon. This is off season. So okay. I'm good. Like, I'm really, I'm, I am milking this off season because I have, I, oh I traveled so much. Like, when I think about it, yeah. And the hell that I've been through to get to these places. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay. Like, I've raised money to go train in Asia. That was in September. Um, it was it was four four days, six four to six opponents a day. Uh, eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. put me through the gauntlet, and I did really good, which was great. But I had to raise the money. And that was, I did that, and then I had to go to, I went to Thailand, like, for the final. And then... It, you know, I I think your girl just needs a break. And she so, just needs a break. I hear you. Yeah. So my, my teammate <laughs> is going, though. He's going, and I'm going to be watching that and hopefully commentating that. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah. So it'll be exciting. And uh, I don't think he's ever been there. And Joey is a monster. And he's a lab monster. Yeah, he is. I, he is. And he's my Uncle Joey. And I love you. And <laughs> I know he's going to he's gonna kill it. I train with him. So it's, it's really nice getting to see him. Uh, you know, training for Evo Japan because he's going to wreck mugs. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I'll be watching. I'll be watching for sure. Um, yeah. uh, one last question, and then we're going to toss it to Mike. He has a ton of questions for you. Okay. Oh, here's this one right here. Oh, hold on. There it is. Sorry if I missed it, but what pulled you into Tekken? Hmm. Oh, well, what pulled me into Tekken? You yeah. know, I can say this for a fact that. Um, it wasn't just because I played it, and that was the only the only fighting game we had at my house. Um, we had a lot of fighting games. I played tons of different fighting games. Uh, I I remember when Blockbuster was a yeah, a thing. Was around. yeah. So yeah. I, I went. I rented. Uh, wow, I, I rented the Street Fighter fifteenth uh, uh, year yeah. edition, and yeah. I, I, my parents got it for me for my for my birthday. I think I was like seven. Um, I had so Caliber. I had uh uh cat cat covers snk2 and i attack it um I, we had a lot of different fighting carnival sin i don't know if anybody remembers that but that was like an old yeah. like, but yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> i had all these fighting games so i had i had experience with all of them and you know got to play all of them for hours and hours with all my friends and you know, my sisters and all that and my family but you know Tekken. There was something about it. I think it was the characters themselves, the personalities of the characters, uh, the feeling of it when I would play it as a kid, um, and just the personality of the game, and just how each stage was catered to each character, how yeah. each stage had like a sound, a look. It was so unique to me that even from the older Tekkens, there was they were gems to me, and they just kept on getting better and better. They were they were easy to get into for me. Uh, the, the female characters were strong, um, you know, and relatable. Uh, you know, it was really nice to see female characters that just weren't like maybe, you know, like that on default type. Maybe they have like one white female character, and they're like, I mean, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I'm like, 
but then they have multiple ones. And that was cool to see various ones. So maybe yeah. I want to be the blonde assassin. Maybe I want to be the spiritual, uh, you know, American yeah. woman who wants to save her forest. There's tons of different types. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I just would play it for hours and hours on end. And I felt like it was one of those games where I could be really competitive with my dad and my sisters. Uh, and then I just... I kept on getting them and buying them and buying them because that was the game I gravitated to the most because it evolved so much over time. Yeah. And I just loved it because the characters still stayed the same, but they were evolving too. And I think I liked that a lot. And the music always kept me. And the the fact that the, the fighting styles and like the mechanics of the game were always changing, but it still yeah. kept that Tekken, uh, Tekken-ish yeah. -ish feeling. Yeah. Mm. All right, Mike, you ready to go? I am. These uh, better so be we, good questions. <laughs> they're they're horrible. I've questions. been waiting. <laughs> there. Well, we just we thought it would be fun for the last part of our show here to ask you just the most random questions about video gaming. Yeah. Uh, so we hope we hope you're ready. Uh, so, what would you say your favorite game of all time would be? So all time. Yo, yeah. that's a loaded question. It um, is. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Of all time. <laughs> Oh, and you know what we should do? No explanations. You give a name, and it has to stay like that. Okay, I got, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Unless it's B Simulator, then you have to explain why that's your favorite. Yeah, game. yeah. Uh, then you really had to explain that. You one. had to bring it up. All right, it's okay, the best okay. game ever. Okay, so yeah. I'm, I'm Resident Evil Two, the original. No remake. None of that crap. Okay. Yep. Original RE2. <laughs> you, you heard it here, kids. Yeah. <laughs> we broke it. You're good. What's a game you thought you'd like, but you actually hated? I liked, but I actually hated. Oh, my God. Do I have any? I know. This, these are horrible questions. I'm sorry. No, I, I, love, I love these so much. Hmm. Just imagine it's Tekken all out of the blue. Oh, I, <laughs> I actually hate that game. I just play because I have to. Wouldn't that be wild? I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Plot twist. All right. Yeah. You know, I think what was the game I got that I thought I'd be really into, but then I just when I was a kid, this was the case though. Okay, I got Yakuza uh, when I was okay. younger, yeah. and I thought I would really like it, and I did not. I could not for the life of me get into it, but. Then recently I played it and I loved it, but it wasn't zero. I played zero now, but back then I don't know which one it yeah. was, but I oh couldn't get it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh what would you say? Uh, basically, what's a popular game everyone seems to love but you don't like? <laughs> um <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. um God, what is it? It's and I'm like, why do people like this game? Uh Oh, was it? I'm trying to think. There was one in particular, and I was like, "Am I missing something?" Uh, okay, one of them was okay. Resident Evil Seven. I didn't understand the appeal. I actually hated it. Wow! Um, it was wow. that first person looking thing, and I even even after like the debacle on like six, and mm -hmm. then okay, all right. I mean, even six was crap. But yeah, I, I just I couldn't get with it. Um, yeah. I think I just I'm such a uh, old head. Hey, Debbie. Hi. But I'm so old school when it comes to Resident Evil. True. And so I was like, okay, I don't know why people like this. But at the time, I was like that. And I'm like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, people. <laughs> All right. 
Hi. Um, um, so what, what would you say a game you have spent the, the greatest number of hours on? Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. Okay. Nice. That was quick. That was cool. Oh, that's yeah. my game. Yeah. That's my game. Yeah. Uh, so, so what's a game you didn't expect to enjoy? But I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. I keep no, talking over you. I was going to say that yeah. was the game that everybody liked and I didn't like. Oh, okay. right. you monster. That's when she leaves the studio. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Never coming back. <laughs> this show is over. Yeah. No, Kingdom Hearts 2? Yeah. Best one. Okay, sorry. People would say one is, but I thought two was the best. I thought she was going to say Kingdom Hearts 3, and then no, no, go I, I would have left. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's a game you didn't expect to enjoy, but ended up liking? Yakuza. Okay. Zero. It was gifted to me on Steam, and I said, hell is this shit and then they said it's a gem cuz and i said okay and i fell in love with it yeah okay uh what would you say the first game you ever remember playing i mean okay i don't want to say Tekken because i play it but uh so going back to to childhood like what would you say like was what was that first game you can ever remember Tekken. Tekken. Okay. Yeah, like I, I have so many, but Tekken was—that's always the one I. I just want to thank you guys because every day I just feel older and older and yeah. older and older. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm all I, like, I remember I, Pong. Woo! Yeah. I wish you might. Yeah. 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 It's horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever pretended to to be sick to get out of something so you could actually just go home and play a video game? Oh hell yeah. Okay. Okay, that's the game. You're not the only one. That's a gamer. That's a gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tournament online. I did that. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the last? What was the game? What was the last game you actually completed? Don't make cry one on hard mode. I was about to say you posted this the other day. How do you think about it? Yeah. I was about to answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. You know that game is so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I have a question for. Go ahead. What games are you looking forward to this year? Resident Evil Three, the remake. Uh, okay. I could have uh, guessed that one. I, yeah. not, I don't. I, I forgot what. I don't know which other ones are coming out, but that one for sure, I know is coming out. So I'm excited. Okay. Nice. You actually, you have support on uh, Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts Two is a game yeah. that will always be the goat. It is the goat, my guy. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Yep. No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's the here's the where it starts getting tougher here yeah. for you. Um, in your opinion, what is the best game console? I mean, is that really a question? Because you know it's PlayStation. Okay, all right. I'll give it to her. All right, I'll just shake my head at that one. All right, I, I only had to ask it because we have you know Microsoft down here. So yeah, I, I yeah. would say the Virtual Boy. The virtual no play. one would ever say that. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it had everything going for it. You could play it at 15 minutes at a time. It burned your retinas out. It was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, if you if you played it more oh, than like, 15 to 30 minutes at a time, it would actually burn your retinas. So while I'm playing, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. GG, my guy. It's true Hold gaming. On. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me you're that young that you don't know about this? I'm 25. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm younger. I know about it. 
Uh, That's just because I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd and gave a 12 just, minute you presentation. All, you okay. just know all the stuff about it, but I uh, know about the virtual boy. I, I know about that. So old. Yeah, it is yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. That's Which, cool, <laughs> is that cool? Yeah, it's cool that you know you all know about the history of gaming. Oh, I, I thought I the burning right. witness part is what you're oh, saying was no, cool, no, and I'm no, like, no. that's the least <laughs> cool part. That, that is a hell hazard. <laughs> Nintendo did a good job. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun one. Have you ever used a walkthrough? I, Don't lie. I think so. Yeah. You, think so. YouTube videos count as walkthroughs. I know. That's why I'm using that. Okay. Well, well, let me let me go one step further. Have you ever like actually bought a walkthrough, like a Brady walkthrough? Okay. Okay. Oh, um, my pops did though, and I love looking at them. Gotcha. Okay. Bought them for um let me see okay uh so we'll finish one more up and then i'll let brian take it over this will be the last question what's your opinion on Fortnite? i don't have one because <laughs> you know i in my own world of gaming Fortnite is just uh noise in the background for me sure okay i key low key mickey yeah <laughs> And I did want to give you actually props because you actually do play one of my, one of the most, my most favorite characters as well in Tekken. So, yeah. so yeah. I love her. Like I, I can actually play her pretty well. So yeah, not cool. to your, not to your level. Oh, on Tekken seven, Alisa. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I am nowhere close to your level, but I, we actually had a Microsoft tournament and I did, I did pretty well. I yeah, mean, well. yeah. with her. So yeah. 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 I did. I well, it was funny because we actually we were we Brian told me about this Tekken Seven we were gonna have, and uh, I I actually prepared for once because normally I just show up and I'm like, <laughs> like yeah I'll I'll show these kids and I always get whooped, mm -hmm. um but then I actually I was like okay I need to prepare so actually I learned her moves and learned how she worked and her combos and yeah I made it to like I made it up to like the semifinals mm -hmm. and then, then I got destroyed but yeah still yeah no, that's, that's awesome like that's but yeah. Tekken really demonstrates you put in the time you practice mm -hmm. you know you become steps ahead of your opponents or even a few steps like that's important to do I think that's awesome so I, I wanted to give you props for that yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah. yeah I love Elisa's hard I think yeah. people don't how hard it is but I appreciate those who do like yourself thank you yeah you know what to be honest with you after talking to you this last hour, you make me want to pick Tekken back up mm -hmm. and see if I can figure out exactly how y'all do it because I'm still trying to wrap my mind around exactly how y'all are breaking this down. Y'all make one round sound like a five-minute match. That's that's how much y'all think. And It's a yeah. lot of Mental, it's, it's a lot of mental energy you put into it. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, uh, he's a pro player as well. Not for Tekken, but another fighting game. But we like we talk about like how mentally like get to have so much energy. Yeah. For this, and yeah. you know, so that's why you have to make sure that you're eating and sleeping at these good yeah. hours. So that you can yeah. be ready to train the next day, and like when you when you lose to something, you have to make sure you practice it, and then you have to see how other people approach it, and it's just whew, it's a lot. Tekken is loaded. Yeah, Listen, and I could see that being hard to do. Combo Breaker was so crazy that yeah. one time we went, and it was a 24-hour venue, and you yeah. always had something you could do. And I found myself at the venue at 3 in the morning, not sleeping, you know, eating crap, and I'm just having fun. I'm not thinking about what this is going to do to me the next day. Right. You yeah. know, so I can see how you got to watch and, 
and take care of yourself. That's wow. Y'all, y'all took gaming to a whole nother level. Like I have nothing but respect for you guys on that level right there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, um, it's, it's definitely, you, you have to learn how to like work your mind. Cause I remember yeah. uh, when I got signed to uh, Equinox, uh, the end of, Oh God, who was that again? And the last year, I can't I, no, not end of last year, end of like, the end of 2018. yeah. yeah. So with that, it's about a year and a half now, right? So, yeah. like the first couple of tournaments, I was like, "This is so awesome!" Because I was like, you know, it was cool, and and I was doing well. But the thing was like, <clears throat> I did find that sometimes it was it would become exhausting, like mentally, um, for whatever reason. And so something that I started to do because you know, we're, we're athletes, but we're using our minds more than anything. Um, yeah. I something that I did was I started working out and I, it's been like a whole year. So I just, I work out, I work out and it's good for yourself. It's your health because you're sitting in front of the screen and you're practicing or you're at a tournament for like a, a, ma- like a massive amount of hours. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to step away and work out your body yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, move, get away from it sometimes. Cause it, yeah. it, it's so easy to get hyper-focused. Um, yeah. But it feels so good when you're just working out or like, you know, you're doing something other than what you, you do as your main career. It's it's nice to step away. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. One last comment. Taking is difficult, takes years of practice and dedication. So everyone goes down the same road. All right. All right. So at the end of the show, what we do is we break down everywhere people can find us. So we need all your social medias for Cuddlecore. All right. Do you know them off the top of your head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm not going to lie. When it comes to me, I forget them every time. So that's why I asked that. We know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have it. Uh, Thank you, Casual. I appreciate that. Thanks, Tracy. Sure. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Like, uh, should I just say them? Like, uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Oh, oh, hi, guys. So my social it, socials are... Um, twitch.tv slash cuddle the little underscore thingy and then core so twitch.tv slash cuddle underscore core uh twitter is just at cuddle underscore core you'll know it's me i'm right here hi so facebook you just you know cuddle cuddle core um just search that uh caffeine is caffeine.tv slash t t is in uh tent k is in kite uh underscore cuddle so yeah okay okay oh and my youtube is also it's just cuddle for cuddle underscore core okay okay you you got it all you sure yes anything else you want to put out there this is your time we, to shine. we, got, we got more time yeah we're fine yeah. this is your time to shine I, I, I did everything i swear that was everything i could think of oh, oh wait, instagram tk underscore cuddle okay. there you go okay cool 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 uh who wants to go next Casual PhD. Sure, Since you've been not? so, you know, talkative tonight, could barely hey, I, to shut up. I mean, I know I'm a talkative guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you haven't upgraded my Instagram yet. That's okay. We'll get there. But yeah, you can find me at Twitter, Casual PhD. Somehow that wasn't taken yet. I got it. I'm very happy about it. Uh, on Instagram, it's Doctor Casual PhD because someone had Casual PhD and it upset me very, I, very much. I totally forgot about the, the Doctor Casual. It's PhD. okay. It, I know you're, you're not following me yet. I noticed. What? That's okay. No, it's go. fine. 
It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike's following me. You're I'm not. following Weird, it. Right? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mixer, uh, which I don't really use yet, but I will eventually once I actually get a setup, is just mixer.com slash casual PhD. Mike, Deadwolf? You can check me out on Twitter, uh, Deadwolf4120, and Instagram as well, uh, Deadwolf1189. I know, I have different numbers for everything. It's fun that way. Uh, <laughs> keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes, it does. Brian, tell us where we can find you at, buddy. Uh, let's put the Noobs and Pros out for first. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you can check us out, Noobs and Pros, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and then Noobs and Pros on Mixer and Twitch, and then we can go to Mice. Nope. Okay. Yep. Now we can go by. There we go. And arsonist nap. Shut up, Dakota. Uh, <laughs> arsonist nap on basically everything, and then arsonist on Instagram. Nice. Um, I'll be back to streaming tomorrow night. Fight night. Fight night. Uh, yeah, DOA fight night. Yeah. DOA six. If you do not have a copy of the game, they have a fighters core pack. It is free. They give you four characters. Just come through, throw some hands with us, have some fun. You do not have to be a, pro- a professional fighter. We just come through, talk crap, and that's about it, you guys. So, yep, come through 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Yep, hit us up on Discord as well, guys. Uh, the link is at the bottom of the scroll there. Uh, we are on every Tuesday night on Mixer, uh, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, so if you guys want to check out our show, uh, we are uh, we're there every Tuesday. So we haven't missed a show. Some of us haven't missed a show yet, fellas. Hmm. Also, if you want to listen to us, yeah. we're on Spotify as well. Yep. So it's we on. Yeah, we're on a bunch of different podcast stations. Yeah. So yep. yep. Check your favorite one. Just type in noobs and pros. Yeah. This is your first time watching. Go back and listen to some of our episodes. They get better as it goes. Just letting you know. Yep. There were there were some growing pains. <laughs> some bad growing pains. We yeah. got over them though. We're good yeah. now. We're good. Uh, but cuddle thank cuddlecore, thank you so much for being yeah. here. Like honestly, yeah. like this has been like a super, super like we had a bucket list for this year and like you were, you were on that list for us. So yeah. we're not, we're not dying, but we really, really wanted to have you on the show. Yeah. So thank you for accepting our invitation. Oh, no yeah. problem. I, I was uh, really excited to be there. Um, well, to be here, you know, yeah. I, so I mean, I get to talk about, you know, some of the opinions I have about gaming and esports and things like that, but not, not all the time. So it's nice to be able to talk uh, and debate with people who are in the scene with, seen with me and are passionate about what they do as well, which, you know, you all are very passionate. So yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Before before we leave, I have to do this. The, you see, we're called noobs and pros, right? You're a professional Tekken player. I am what you would call a noob. Yeah. These two are noobs. Yeah. We would like to get our asses whooped at least once by you sometime soon. That'd be great. I'd love to kick your ass. That's that's great. That what an honor to kick your ass <laughs> for sure. Yes. You know, just the whole. I can go around and be like, I got my ass kicked by Cuddlecore. What yeah. can you say now? At least I got the fighters. So yeah, yeah one day. Can we One please day. just link up? I'm I'm still holding on to. I actually I beat Black Vegeta in a round of uh, Soul Calibur. So yeah, just just one round though. He beat me the whole match. I'll but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever, yeah, and that's the thing. Once we mm. find a game that we feel like we can beat you in, we will challenge you. Yeah, yeah. So, but whenever you get the chance and you feel up to it. Hit us up and be like, do you want to run that match? Please. We we would love that. We would love that. So okay. Okay. All right. 
Mike. All right, we are out of here, guys. We appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, thank you for all the comments, guys. We we always appreciate everybody who leaves us a comment. Um, we I always say it uh, without your guys' comments and without you guys tuning in, there's no show. So we always thank you for yeah. watching. Uh, but check us out Tuesday night, mixer.com forward slash noobs and pros. Uh, check out Brian. Uh, check out Dakota. We do stream from time to time. Yeah. I do not, but I am active on social media. Uh, so check me out there. And we will see you guys Tuesday. This has been a busy week for us, man. Three shows in a week. Crazy. So oh, follow we'll... Cuddlecore as well. Don't yeah, follow Cuddlecore. Sorry. <laughs> 100 times more important than us. No, 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 no. Very, very, very. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate so, it. So uh, we'll be back Tuesday with a the best of 10-year show this Tuesday. Uh, Brian's looking at me like he forgot. It's okay. Um, yeah. This, this... No, no. I'll look at my Xbox. <laughs> no, I was yeah. looking at my Xbox down here. Yeah. Sure uh, you <laughs> What this this Tuesday we'll be back with our best of 10, 10 uh best last ten years we're gonna be talking about best of the decade we call that best a of the decade there you go Tinks will be back on the show so make sure you check her out she's gonna be back on the show with us uh, but once again thank you Kettle for it very very amazing that you're here and thank you for all your insight on the fighting community um, but we gotta get out of here guys so we appreciate you watching and uh, take it easy guys. Bye.